0: wisdom, and wine, a weekly conversation with practitioners, providers, patients, and healers about complex reproductive medicine and women's health challenges, the value of an integrative approach to these challenges, many of the women's health topics you're already thinking about, but uncomfortable talking about, and my personal favorite, wine. I'm your host, Dr. Lorena White, an integrative reproductive medicine and women's health provider, licensed acupuncturist, clinical herbalist, and a former labor support doula in the Washington DC metro area. My goal is to bring women's health specific evidence and expertise to the forefront of daily women's health and wellness news through informative conversations. If you have ideas, questions, and specific topics that you would like us to cover in future podcast episodes, please leave them in the comment section or send us an email at info To learn more about our team's approach to care, visit our website at www.larinawhite.com. As you enjoy the podcast, conversations, and wine time, remember to follow the podcast, leave a five-star rating, and tap on the bell to make sure you never miss an episode. Let us know what is your favorite topic, who has been your favorite guest, and who would you like to hear from on the next pod? Most importantly, share the podcast and your favorite episode with a friend or colleague. Lastly, remember that this podcast is not designed to be a substitute for a bona fide relationship with a licensed or certified healthcare professional. September is Polycystic Ovarian Syndrome Awareness Month. PCOS is a serious genetic, hormone, metabolic, and reproductive disorder that affects women and girls. It is the leading cause of female infertility and a precursor for other serious conditions, including obesity, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and endometrial cancer. PCOS Awareness Month is a federally designated event. The aim of PCOS Awareness Month is to help improve the lives of those affected by PCOS And to help them to overcome their symptoms as well as prevent and reduce their risk for life-threatening related diseases such as diabetes, cardiovascular disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and cancer. The goals and ideals of PCOS Awareness Month are to increase awareness of and education about PCOS among the general public, women, girls, and healthcare professionals, improve diagnosis and treatment of the disorder, Disseminate information on diagnosis and treatment options. Improve quality of life and outcomes for women and girls with PCOS. Promote the need for further research, improved treatment and care options, and for a cure for PCOS. Acknowledge the struggles affecting all women and girls afflicted with PCOS. Urge medical researchers and healthcare professionals to advance their understanding of PCOS in order to research, diagnose, and provide assistance to women and girls with PCOS and encourage countries, states, territories, and localities to make PCOS a public health priority. You may have heard that there are several types of PCOS, but what you might not know is that there are actually several categorization systems of PCOS, or polycystic ovarian syndrome. More importantly, you may also be wondering how to find out what types of PCOS you may have. So when we start off in conventional medicine, there are four main types. Type A is where there are high androgens and irregular periods, or no period at all, and evidence of polycystic ovaries. Type B, there are high androgens and irregular periods, or no period, but no evidence of polycystic ovaries. Type C is high androgen levels and polycystic ovaries with regular periods, and type D have irregular periods, or no period, evidence of polycystic ovaries, and normal androgen levels. Of these types, type A is considered the most severe and is the most typical presentation. On the other side of the spectrum, type D is considered the mildest form, and it is possible to move from one category to another with treatment, diet, and lifestyle changes. In terms of an integrative approach to PCOS... We like to talk about these types in a different way in terms of insulin-resistant PCOS, which is dominated by symptoms like high blood sugar, darkened skin around the neck and armpits, carbohydrate and sugar cravings, and weight gain. Inflammatory PCOS, which is dominated by symptoms of chronic inflammation like acne and skin rashes, fatigue, joint pain, gut issues, and weight gain. Adrenal PCOS- where the primary androgen that is high is DHEA, which is made primarily by the adrenal glands in contrast to testosterone, which is made primarily by the ovaries, and post-pill, meaning post-birth control pill, PCOS, which is seen in women who had normal periods before being on the pill but experienced PCOS symptoms after coming off the pill. In our practice, we don't strictly classify PCOS by these types, because very few women fit neatly into just one of these subtypes. For instance, we rarely may see a woman with lean PCOS who clearly has only one type, the adrenal type. But more often than not, we see a combination. In other words, a woman with PCOS can have several of these types of PCOS all at once. Again, we don't focus too much on these types of PCOS Instead, we focus on identifying and treating the root causes of the PCOS symptoms, which are insulin resistance, inflammation, hormone imbalances, and gut imbalances. So PCOS is the most common hormonal disorder in women of reproductive age, affecting between 8 and 13% of the population. That's a whole lot. Yet conventional medicine is still not talking about the nutrition and lifestyle changes that can help by addressing the root causes of PCOS symptoms. PCOS is a syndrome, which is a collection of symptoms and markers, so everyone who has PCOS experiences it differently. So what exactly is the root cause of PCOS? There are several, and you can have more than one. In order to be diagnosed, you need to meet two of the three following criteria. The first being hypoandrogenism, which means high levels of androgens or male hormones including testosterone or DHEA, as seen on a blood test or symptoms of high androgens like acne, hair loss, or hirsutism. Two, polycystic ovaries, multiple small immature egg follicles in each ovary, but that aren't true cysts. And third, irregular or no ovulation or periods, and your menstrual cycles are longer than 35 days or the cycles are anovulatory. This is different from the signs and symptoms of PCOS, which can occur in different combinations depending on the PCOS root causes you have. Here are some of the more common symptoms. Androgenic alopecia, or male pattern baldness or hair loss. Hirsutism, excess facial or body hair growth. Acanthosis nigricans, dark patches of skin around the neck, armpits, or knees. Acne, typically around the jawline weight gain or difficulty losing weight, fatigue, and cravings, especially for carbs and sugar. So what is causing all of this, and why do different people have different symptoms of PCOS? It depends on the root cause of your PCOS symptoms. So like we talked about before, the first PCOS root cause is insulin resistance. And insulin resistance is one of the main drivers of PCOS, Insulin is the hormone that tells your cells to take in sugars from the bloodstream. Think of it like the key that unlocks the door to your cells. Normally, your cells respond to insulin and take in the glucose, which gives them the energy they need to do their jobs. As a result, the glucose in your blood goes down. But with insulin resistance, the cells ignore the signal from the insulin and don't take in glucose as they should. As a result, your cells are low in glucose or energy And your blood sugar goes up, so your cells are literally starving while there is plenty of glucose available. This leads to those killer carb cravings. Insulin resistance can lead to weight gain, irregular periods, and if left unchecked, a higher risk of type 2 diabetes. And with PCOS, insulin resistance can worsen high androgens. High insulin signals your ovaries to produce more testosterone, leading to more symptoms from testosterone. The problem is conventional medicine and regular doctors are rarely checking insulin levels, even though insulin can start rising a full decade before your blood sugar and hemoglobin A1C start to go up. Root cause number two is inflammation. Inflammation is another major root cause of PCOS symptoms. So what exactly is inflammation? Inflammation. Inflammation is the release of inflammatory compounds such as cytokines and others that trigger an inflammatory response in the body. Inflammation can come from many places, the gut, a chronic injury, and even other different types of factors. Even healthy activities such as exercise can trigger inflammation. With PCOS, inflammation is a vicious cycle. High blood sugar and overweight and obesity can make inflammation worse. And inflammation makes it harder to lose weight and increases the risk for insulin resistance. The good news is we can combat this with anti-inflammatory diets and lifestyle changes. And no, it does not mean having to cut gluten or dairy out of your diet. Root cause number three, hormone imbalances. We know that for most women with PCOS, androgens play a big role in symptoms. But did you know that other hormones can be imbalanced as well? Hormone imbalances are one of the major PCOS root causes for most women with the condition. While testosterone is made mostly in the ovaries, DHEA is another androgen that comes mostly from the adrenals. The bad news is DHEA comes from stress, something most women have too much of in our lives. However, genetic factors also seem to be the reason why about 20-30% to of women with PCOS have high DHEA. This, in turn, causes the symptoms associated with PCOS, such as weight gain, hair loss, body and facial hair, and fertility challenges. DHT is an androgen that is even more potent than testosterone and can come from either testosterone or DHEA. And DHT is activated in skin cells and hair follicles, leading to symptoms like acne, male pattern hair loss, and hirsutism. So the first step in determining which of your hormones are in balance is to figure out where those androgens are coming from for you. If it's the ovaries, then lowering your insulin will be the key. If it's the adrenals, it's more a matter of stress reduction and lifestyle changes. But with PCOS, androgens aren't the only hormone to worry about. Estrogen can be high or low. Cortisol can be high or low. Thyroid hormone can be high or low. So just because you have an androgen imbalance, it doesn't mean that you don't also have other hormone imbalances. And lastly, root cause number four, gut imbalances. The last common root cause of PCOS symptoms is actually the gut. Are you surprised? We're just starting to understand how our gut and millions of microbes that live in there, known as the microbiome, are related to conditions like PCOS. Recent studies show that women with PCOS actually have a different microbiome than women without PCOS, including less diversity in their microbiome. We don't even know what we don't know about the microbiome yet, but we do know that the types of organisms that are present can dictate our blood sugar balance, our metabolism and weight, inflammation, digestion and absorption, and also our moods. So your gut biome can very well be making your PCOS PCOS symptoms worse even if you're not struggling with gut symptoms that are common in women with PCOS, such as constipation, loose stools, IBS, IBD, heartburn, GERD, and gallbladder issues. So, after all that, how do you identify what type of PCOS you have? Again, we don't really focus too much on the types of PCOS. Instead, we focus on identifying and treating those root causes, Insulin resistance, inflammation, hormone imbalances, and gut imbalances. There are also some tests that can help you determine which root causes are problems for you, such as fasting glucose, fasting insulin, and different CRP tests for inflammation. Sometimes the Dutch test can be used for hormone imbalances and gut testing, such as the GI MAP, for gut imbalances. Is it possible to have a type or more than one type or not have a type at all? Sadly, misdiagnosis is not uncommon. In our practice, we see a lot of women who turn out not to have PCOS at all because they were misdiagnosed. If you've recently gone off the pill and all of your hormone levels are low, like your LH, your FSH, your estradiol, your testosterone, then you may have a hypothalamic amenorrhea rather than PCOS. Because ovaries can look polycystic after going off of the pill, you may be misdiagnosed with PCOS. However, if you don't have any other classic symptoms of PCOS, such as acne or facial hair, you may want to pursue further testing to get an accurate diagnosis. Similarly, hypothyroid can cause irregular cycles and absence of ovulation and periods. If your androgens are not high and you have no cysts on your ovaries, you should not have been diagnosed with PCS. Do some deeper digging to find out the root cause of your missing periods. So what are the key takeaways? rarely does someone fit neatly into just one category. Instead, most women have a combination of root costs that need to be addressed in order to manage PCOS in an individualized and balanced manner. In conclusion, the best way to find out what types of PCOS you have and what to do about it is to work with a credential practitioner who specializes in PCOS. Next week, we're going to take a deeper dive into all the factors that we use to make a full PCOS diagnosis and what factors you need to keep in mind so that we can do the deeper work to make sure we can improve your health the most. Thanks for joining Women's Health Wisdom and Wine. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation today. Think about one gem you can take away from this episode and apply it to your own life. Also, remember to follow us, review us, and give us five stars. Till we meet again, remember, Nourish your Flourish.